Hey, Gabriel Rutledge here. Perhaps you know me as half of the Rutledge's podcast. Uh, just a quick word before we get started on a new episode. Uh, there's some thumping during this episode. I don't know why. I don't know what happened. Um, I don't want to blame the person who probably has attention deficit disorder. It might have been my wife thumping her leg. might have been me. I don't know what it was. But uh, it's a little annoying, and I apologize, and uh, we're going to make sure that doesn't happen next time somehow. Uh, so uh, enjoy the podcast. Sorry that at times it sounds like there's some construction in the background. You're good people. Bye. According to the bio he wrote, Gabriel Rutledge is one of North America's finest touring stand-up comics. He has appeared on Comedy Central and is a past winner of the Seattle International Comedy Competition. Christy Rutledge is one of North America's finest stay-at-home moms. They have three kids, they're married, they swear a lot, they're the Rutledges. Rolling in three, two... Hello, you are joining. Oh my god! <laughs> you have a Zoom library read-along energy. Let's try it again. We are okay. going live in three. What's up? Hey, pasa? Rutledge's coming at you from Rutledge Studios inside the house of Christine Gabe Rutledge. Let's go back to Zoom Library Minute. Just so you know, Don, the producer is also in the room joining us for this very special episode of the Rutledges. Boy, and we're back. Uh, I mean, we should warn you guys. How are you supposed to start those? Just whoever you want, but you... I I think maybe where you, where the trouble comes in is is you mean magic? That's what I meant. <clears throat> One man's troubles, another man's magic. That was in our vows. Remember that? No, I don't. Um. Uh, you put on a voice that you don't normally have. Mm-hmm. You're like, I want to. Can I start the podcast? I said, well, never mind what I said. Uh but you. What was it that you said? I, I think said, the listeners should hear. You are an equal part of no, this venture, and I love. No, it is not you said. You shit on me. <laughs> that is what you said. I said, not really. I was thinking we might try and keep listeners this time, but I was kidding. But the point is always the butt of your jokes. Well, you're the only one in the podcast. You can't whisper. That's another thing about podcasting. Um, but anyway, you 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 put on a voice that I don't normally hear. Like when I get home, it's my professional voice. Oh, obviously. so this is that I guess this is not professional. <laughs> There's very little professional about this. Um, you know, this is a pretty crazy one because I'm uh, I'm already about an eighth of a bottle into a Michelob Ultra Pure Gold. Uh, you're drinking a Mike's Hard. Oh, hi, Don. Uh, Mike's hard something? What are you drinking? It's black cherry lemonade. Oh, hello, buddy. All the babies are in here. Don, make up your mind, dude. Oh, my God. It's (laughs) It's like cat hell over here. (laughs) Jesus, go outside. Annoy the neighborhood. Anyway, a lot of cats. There's a lot of butt sniffing with the cats. 
What's that about? But it's funny because I mean, I know why I sniff yours, but I don't know what their motivations. No, no. Um, <laughs> what? No. And nobody needs that visual. It's not even funny. It's just disgusting. Anyway. Um. Well, this has been the Religious, another fun episode. <laughs> you can dish it out, but you can't take it. Um. The, I say it with joy in my eyes. You say it like, not even funny. And another cat coming back in. What the? Oh, my God. I'm going to lose my goddamn mind. So, anyway. Yeah. um, Buddy's always going and sniffing Don's butt and then sticking his butt in Don's face. And Don's just looking at him like, what the hell? Yeah, I don't really know what that's about because it's not... um, I know with, like, dog, it's not like a mating thing, right? No, I don't think so. But when you see two dogs meet each other, they do sniff butts. It's almost like, you know, I don't know what what they're looking for because you never see it. This is like... That's a good year. (laughs) What are you, four? It's never... You never see a dog whip their head back like, holy shit! (laughs) What do you eat? (laughs) Skunk kibble? Like they never Dude, you need to drag your ass across some <laughs> grass. It is terrible down there. <laughs> You're supposed to leave this shit on the yard, dude. <laughs> uh yeah, they never have a bad reaction. You never you never see a, a dog who's like woof. <laughs> well, well you do hear him go woof, but <laughs> they do that a lot. <laughs> Which is dog for do not go in there. <laughs> Uh, what was the what was the first thing you got drunk on? First thing, first oh screwdrivers. <laughs> My sister, fun story. <laughs> so, um. My sister took me and my friend to see Def Leppard. Um, and what year are we talking here? Uh, nineteen eighty-eight, October twenty-seventh, nineteen eighty-eight. That was good. That was they were huge. huge. <laughs> they were huge. It was the hysteria tour second time around. Like it sold out so many times. They toured it again. So second time around. <laughs> um Jesus. Just go. Alright, so we did a little pre partying, I think what do you call that? Pre funking. A little pre funk? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um at her friend's house. <laughs> we were 14. <laughs> 14, like 14 and a half, right? Mm-hmm. And um, she and That's her boyfriend... That's something a 14-year-old would say, by the way. How old are you? 14 and a half. Because it sounds better. Like, I think about, like, a 14-year-old and I just... Oh, God. <laughs> 13 plus one and a half. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... She she took us and like her we went with her boyfriend and her and like their friends. Mm-hmm. Um and we went to their f- friend's house first and um and we had screwdrivers and we I mean that was the first time I'd ever had anything to drink and um I remember bits and pieces. Like, I remember going to the concert. It was at the Tacoma Dome. And they had, like, a a round stage in the center. 
and um, L.A. Guns opened sure, for them. Sure, sure. And we didn't really even see any of that. And so they had, like, there were, like, curtains that were, like, all around the stage hanging from the ceiling. And we came into the show just as, like, the curtains were dropping, like, you know, mm-hmm. in a big dramatic, like, they dropped down. And um, we had general admission seating stop bragging so like on the floor and we get down there and like my friend was like so drunk she could barely stand up and like um so my sister was like i'm just gonna have you guys sit in a seat and so like we sat somewhere but then like and then she and her boyfriend went to like the um like down to be closer to the stage and and we um the people like the security came through and they asked to see our tickets and since they were general admission they wouldn't let us sit there so we had to like go and stand on the floor but my friend was so drunk she couldn't stand and she was like throwing up oh, did you throw up no <laughs> surprise so I remember bits and pieces about this show, and I just remember, like, trying really hard to, like, keep my friend from falling over, <laughs> and, like, just, like, in hindsight, I'm just like, oh, my God, we're so lucky, like, two 14-year-old girls yeah. who can barely stand up at a Def Leppard concert, <laughs> like, oh, God. <laughs> you know, that does sober you up, though. Because there's many times in my life, not at 14, for God's sakes, I wasn't (laughs) (laughs) the vixen you were. Uh, But there's many times in my life where I've been like, man, I'm fucked up. And then someone I'm with is more fucked up. And And then I I sort of, it sobers me up. Mm -hmm. Because, for example, I did a a show on, uh, there's these pot smoking shows. Mm Mm-hmm. Back when we used to have comedy um, in the before times, uh, you know, you do a set sober, you smoke a bunch of pot, you do another set. I was pretty drunk. Not drunk. I was pretty high. Mm-hmm. It's not my uh, it's not my drug of choice. I like how you set your hard lemonade like a social distance from you. Because I don't, if I spill it, I don't want to spill it on the microphone. That's so thoughtful. I know. Of course, there I am closer to the school-issued Chromebook. (laughs) (laughs) My mom spilled her drink on it and ruined it. Is that because you ruined the Def Leppard concert by spilling a (laughs) screwdriver on their soundboard? Yeah, right. Um, But I was like pretty high. And I was thinking high thoughts to myself like, boy, I'm pretty high. (laughs) (laughs) And... uh, and then, but this, another person I did the show with was super high and I guess drunk too. Mm-hmm. And she was like trying to get on her bike to ride home. <laughs> and I, I went from high to a dad in 10 minutes. Uh-huh. And I'm like, no, you can't, you're going to crash this bike. <laughs> she was like fumbling, the bike's falling over oh, and she was about to ride it home. And I was just like, no, you can't. <laughs> but, and by the time that whole thing was over, I'm like, I'm not high anymore. I, yeah. I'm very sober. You ruined my high. Thank yeah. you. Thank you very much. I like to ride my bicycle. <laughs> I like to ride my bike. Uh, yeah, I w- that's true. <laughs> Guess what? It was about you again. No. Yeah, I um, 
I've had those experiences when I'm, you know, I'm just enjoying being irresponsible and drunk. And then it's like somebody's like, like unsafely drunk. And it's like, well, great. Now I have to take yeah, care of you, you ex- asshole. <laughs> exactly. I was, I have a bus going. Now I'm afraid the cops are going to come. So great. <laughs> no, don't go out on that balcony. <laughs> well, you know, because I was in a band for eight, nine years where it was like, <laughs> were you guys pretty wild? I'm like, they were. You were like the, you. well, you once wrote me a letter and you said it's like I'm running a traveling adult daycare. <laughs> well, it was like, it was like, oh, you guys both tried drugs that you never tried before tonight. I guess I'll drive the van home. Do you know what I mean? Like, I didn't want to be the responsible one, but that's how I kept. They were. They I think, were. That's how a Capricorn parties, I think, where they're like, this is fun, but everyone's safe, right? Everyone's safe? Right, right. I don't like that. I get tired of, like, going out and, like, oh, and now I got to make sure everybody's safe. No, don't do that. That's not safe. You don't know what's in that pot. Or even on a much lesser thing, not necessarily safety, but you're like, like, your friend is like, are they going to make out with that person? And then you're like. Do I stop? do I say anything? Yeah. Do I just you know what I mean? It's like this weird I don't I never know. And I have had situations where that I mean not for many years because I've been married for so long and most of the people I know are moms, but just um I never know. Like am I supposed to like hey, I just want to double check do you really want to do that? Like, I don't know. I try to stay out of shit. I do because, but then I, I don't know. Like I've had situations like where the next day a different friend like gets mad at me for letting that person like hook up with somebody. And I was just like, wait, why is that my fault? You know what's I'm... great? <laughs> These are problems we don't have because no one goes out anymore. No, right? I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't hook up with your husband. <laughs> I will disconnect this video call right now. Uh, but I will say, uh, screwdriver, pretty solid first drunk drink, but also very. It's like a in the beginning, you're like, well, I know I like juice, <laughs> so you're just like, I'll put something in the it juice. It's just what my sister made for us. It's not bad. First time at a bar, I had a screwdriver, but my yeah, we yeah we the first time I got drunk was. Uh, Boone's Farm. <laughs> I believe yeah, it was Boone, Boone's, Farm. Boone's Farm Sour Apple, oh, which is like it's Strawberry Hill. <laughs> um, you know what's uh, <laughs> fun when you're hammered for the first time and gonna throw up later? Uh, a lot of burping and heartburn. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, oh, it burns so bad. <laughs> like, are you drunk? No, but it stings. <laughs> I need some tums. <laughs> oh, God. I can't even drink Mike's Hard Lemonades because of that reason. I don't. Well, I never drink like more than one. I mean, I know. Um, Court I, ordered. God, please! I can throw them back. <laughs> Don't even test me. <laughs> what are you, fourteen? Leave me alone. Yes, because deep inside of me is a very competitive person, and I will find a way to make anything competitive. Uh, I know, but that is a funny thing with age, where where it's like. It's something where it's like, oh, I, I can drink anyone under the table. Mm-hmm. Like when you're in your 40s, it's like, actually, I've been meaning to talk to you about that. It's, 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 pretty, se- it's a pretty serious problem. 
you were <laughs> wobbling the minivan when you drove home. Like, it's not cool anymore. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know what's cool about my 46-year-old wife? She can drink. Holy shit, can she put them away. Don't even, shot for shot, I mean, she'll bury you. She's terrible with the children the next day, but the night before, she will, you're under the table. I remember in high school, I was at a party. Um, it was the, the senior sleepover where all the seniors, like, I don't know. Well, we had like, they called it arena. I don't know why they called it that, where we went and registered for classes. Oh, yeah. So the night before that, all the seniors... Um, they used to like sleep over on the football field, but they stopped letting them do that. And so we like had this huge party. After the pregnancies, they Probably. changed policies. <laughs> there was this huge party um, in like up in like some mountains and, um, you know, at Rock Candy. And um, a lot of parties at Rock Candy I never was invited Kennedy to. Kennedy Creek, actually. Anyway, we, um, we, uh, so we all like partied and then like spent the night there, right? And um, so I can't. I, they called them boat races, I think, where you like had teams and you had to like, you know, like a relay of where you like had to drink. I literally beer. thought you were gonna say, I think they're called boat races. It's like this vehicle on the water, and then they both go as fast as they can, and the first one to finish, they call the winner. No. I'm like, I'm not. <laughs> Was, New to the planet. I know what a fucking boat race is. It was like a relay race of beer drinking. Oh, okay. okay. I got you. So our, the teams were pretty even until it was me <laughs> and another guy who also was on the football team. And I, <laughs> I buried him. I downed my cup of beer, Red Solo cup of beer, way faster than him and my team won. And then they hoisted me up. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, wow. <laughs> but everybody Christy, was so Christy, impressed Christy. with Pour <laughs> some sugar on me. And I, <laughs> I always think of that. Like, and I, I mean, because in my mind, I'm like, oh, if I die... I will drink this faster than him because I am going to win. If, if it was antifreeze, you'd be competitive. You'd oh, be like, totally. it's going to be at least six shots before I peel over dead. Yeah. Did I say peel over dead? Yes. I meant keel yeah. over. But Well, um, that's a scene. In, that's a, I think that's from movies. It's like a scene in a movie where they was. do shots. It totally was. Are you Frank the Tank? <laughs> Feel so good when it hits your lips. <laughs> I think about that. Can you imagine if like, us and all the other parents are like, you guys want to go out to Kennedy Creek, do a little stomping in the trucks, and we'll get a keg, and then, you know, we can... See, I don't know... Just party, have some relay. When you say... <laughs> you guys want a boat race? It's a vehicle on the water, goes fast as you... Uh, when you say stomping... Right. That brings me back to a time... Like because we just go stomping in our minivan. <laughs> Olympia is like such a weird spot because it's very, you know, especially when we graduated punk rock and you know Evergreen State College, which is super liberal, is right there, and there's all these weirdos, and some of them stay. And but it's so 
the outskirts are so redneck. Oh, totally. And so when you say stomping, like people know what you're talking about, they do not. We're talking about. I don't even know it. Like you just it's, drive. You your take truck. your four wheel drive truck out in the mud and drive it around. Yeah, how stupid is? That? But like, think about like I don't know someone who was like raised in New York City. If you're like, yeah, we partied up in the mountains and it's <laughs> wrong. They'd be like, well, <laughs> with moonshine. <laughs> like no screwdrivers. Yeah, we have beer. <laughs> oh God, yeah, I um, yeah. Uh, it was, it it was a different time. <laughs> I tell you what, I don't. I I didn't go to a lot of parties because I was um. Didn't me and Jesus didn't do that kind of stuff. No. Um, I I'd stopped going to church, Jesus but I had a friend. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, in fact, all of my first concerts were Christian rock. But <laughs> on Sunday, that was not a band. It wasn't. No. What was it? <laughs> I don't know. I do know. It was a compilation of oh. Christian rock. It was on cassette. Okay. Who was your first one? David and the Giants? No, not David and the Giants. I fucking wish David and the Giants. <laughs> you, you don't start that? at the top of the mountain. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I believe it was the Rez Band. R-E-Z, as in Resurrection. Band. Yeah, I like some of the earliest. <laughs> you do? I can't even say it. You know, like before the resurrection, that was really good. <laughs> I like that band before they found Jesus. They were cool. I don't know what happened. They got a keyboard player, started singing about Jesus. It was awful. It's so. <laughs> <laughs> they all got bolo ties. We were like, what the fuck happened to the res band? <laughs> <laughs> you know who's cool? <laughs> Jesus! Huh? JC! <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I think eternal life up in heaven's pretty rock and roll. Did they really say stuff like that? Uh, maybe. Oh, Jesus. I mean, not exactly, but yeah, there was plenty of like oh. cool youth group. You know what I mean? A lot of youth pastors with oxymoron cool youth group. (laughs) Oh, really? Really? You think being forgiven by the Son of God isn't cool? Oh, I'm sorry. I think it's pretty dope to be forgiven in the blood of Jesus. (laughs) For our Christian listeners, I am so. Accurate. <laughs> it really was uh, quite hilarious. And like all the youth group leaders, it was like they were like all slightly, like I would say most of them had one earring. Like that kind of vibe. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, Pastor Dave, there's something a little different about that guy. You know what I mean? Like he he's, was like. He's cool. Though. I mean, he he's loves Jesus, cool but Christian. he's got an edge to him. You know what I mean? It's like, whoa, is that a diamond stud, Pastor Dave? Whoa. Oh, I guess as long as you love the Lord. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, Jesus had long hair. Like, yeah, but not a mullet. <laughs> God, I wish Jesus would have had a mullet. I've never seen a Middle Eastern person with a mullet, to their credit, as a people. Yeah. Wow. It would have looked good with a crown, though. <laughs> crown on top, party in the back. That was Jesus' thing. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.
was that's one of the things he said on the cross. They're like, he's saying something. What, Jesus? How's my hair? I'm so sorry. I hope this isn't one of my mom listens to. Um <laughs> But yeah, there was a lot of, there was a lot of like, I mean, people thought I was funny. Um, and so they would say like, you're going to be a youth pastor. That was almost like, you're a funny Christian. So that's what line of work you get into. Do you know what I mean? Oh, like, did you want to? I was young enough that I didn't really know what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, I do remember one time saying, um, that, uh, my dream job was grocery delivery. <laughs> <laughs> This is a really important time for me. I'm really, I'm doing it. I'm really doing it. You are. I'm so happy. I did for comedy you. for a long time to try and break into this grocery delivery game. <laughs> and you're here. Now you're yeah. here. It's like in Hollywood when people would, uh, they would work on shows because they couldn't get those waitering, waitress jobs. <laughs> uh, I don't think you should make fun of yourself, though. Because I think I see so many people just, um, I don't know, just kind of wallowing in self-pity for stuff going away. But you're like, well, I have to do what I have to do and just move forward. I know. I've said this to you before, but I mean, I just feel like um, the, <laughs> the second my sperm met your egg first time mm-hmm. we have a picture of it somewhere uh, <laughs> what, how do you think they think we made babies I don't know. we picked them up at the Def Leppard concert and yes, brought them home yes. <laughs> that's a very mild sex reference and you're like <laughs> no one wants to think about that <laughs> uh, it's just like those That's you, you gotta stop making those foot noises well color me embarrassed you really got me there (laughs) uh but you know what i mean you don't it's it's as soon as they happen it's like oh there's gonna be a lot of things that i don't have time to sit around and pout about you know i I just gotta uh but look uh i'm working for uh i'm delivering groceries for walmart i'm a spark delivery driver and um yeah, sure. I'm essential. Sure, I'm a hero. I mean, I wouldn't say it, but if you do, I'm not going <laughs> to shake my head or anything. I'm not a first responder. I'm not even a second responder. But fifth or sixth on your list of responses, you are going to need to eat, and you might call Walmart, and I might bring you food. What's wrong with being an eighth responder? I responded. All right, a lot of people sitting around not even responding. Sure, I was your eighth, tenth call, but I responded. <laughs> And as an eighth responder, I deserve respect. And my company, Spark uh, Drivers, they sent an email out and they said, uh, look, if you get sick, um, and you will. No, they didn't say that. Uh, they said, uh, look, if you've been working for us for a little while, you can get sick leave. Wow. Um, and they said as a t- <laughs> as Actually, you know what? I'm going to read it. I'm going to read the email. Um. Because, you know, sometimes you, you need to feel feel valued okay. as a uh, member. Uh, the financial assistance, uh, if you are, your income is impacted for health-related concerns, a bunch of other things. Uh, okay. 
This is the big one. One-time flat credit of $15 (laughs) as a small token to every driver who, who, as of 4-6-20, has performed at least one delivery in the last four weeks, payable within 7 to 14 days. Nice. I mean, that already hit my bank account. Okay? I actually called up the U.S. uh, federal government and said, cancel. (laughs) Cancel the $1,200 payments. I don't need $500 a kid. My company's taking care of me. I got $15. I would have settled for $20 in store credit, honestly. <laughs> but it was, that, how hilarious is that? Where they're like, how about, like, out of respect for you, you're going to all get a dollar more per delivery? No, 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 no. Flat 15, one time. <laughs> $50 one time. Like, what the fuck? I mean, it's almost worse than no money. I know. It's hard. Isn't it so hard when those things that are like a gift or like a token of appreciation are almost more like it would have been better if they did nothing. <laughs> like you walk away like, oh, I I don't feel very good about that. I mean, I will spend it, you yeah. know, probably on a David and the Giants compact disc. <laughs> um, I had it on vinyl back in the day, but maybe you could upgrade to a cassette tape. I had a lot of cassette tapes, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. David and the Giants had a a song, a big hit. Are you familiar with ACDC? Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of them? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you know, they're pretty tight with the devil. Oh, I know. You know what ACDC stands for? I can't remember. Something, <laughs> something devilish. Really? Oh, yeah. I mean, I we used to talk about this all the time on our old podcast. Isn't it but like, like ACDC? No, it was some dumb thing. Like Antichrist, something, you know. Every, because there was that sort of like corny devil worship thing that metal bands had, not ACDC, but like Motley Crue and like, you know, yeah. uh, but it was not corny to my youth group. I mean, that was like, we would seriously watch like special, I wouldn't say documentaries, but like presentations about the evils of music. <laughs> and if you, you know, if you played this album backwards, oh, it God, said, worship sacred. <laughs> Well, then let's play it backwards because it sounds good. Also, if you play death metal, when the death metal forward says, Worship Satan, if you play it backwards, it says, I don't know what it says. It says, I like flowers. I don't know what it says. Um, So they were, yeah, they were serious about all that shit. But uh, what was I talking about? Um, ACDC. Oh, David of the Giants. They had a song. um, Well, ACDC, of course, had Highway to Hell. Right. Um, Freeway to Heaven. (laughs) Not Freeway to Heaven. (laughs) Highway to Heaven. (laughs) I'm on a highway to heaven. (laughs) Like, oh, the devil doesn't get all the good music. Actually, he does. (laughs) He owns music. Let's be honest. If there was a battle, devil won. Uh, the devil has really defeated. <laughs> oh, uh, but yeah, it was it's, it was pretty funny. Um, but yeah, I saw all those bands, and um, I don't know is Christian rock still a thing? Yeah, I mean, oh yeah, it must be right. Yes, um, it's usually a little behind. Like Christian rock, like about two thousand was grungy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It was. It's usually like slightly. Yeah. Slightly behind the time, so I don't know what it would be now. Maybe like the... I'm not sure. The, the white stripes of Christian rock? 
<laughs> it's not. I mean, I just haven't really ever come across any that. I'm, I'm like, going to heaven, y'all. Do 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 do. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Uh, but it's also like all. It's most music really isn't either it's just people singing about love or whatever but it's like when the way i was raised as a young person it was like all music that wasn't christian music was not okay but not even from my my family never really talked about it but it just was like james taylor wouldn't be played in my house do you know what i mean it wasn't were your parents like what would they have done if you played it i don't know they were just really unplugged from music from pop culture yeah it wasn't even like we can't watch that tv show it was we don't have a tv mm-hmm. or like we can't listen to that album it was like we don't have my dad played like jazz and classical guitar mm-hmm. you know and it was like that that kind of house so it wasn't even like a big i was never like trying to buy george michael cassette tapes and getting in trouble it just didn't happen right you know well i wanted a george michael cassette tape but my sister, who found religion, she had it, and she wouldn't let me have it. She burned it in the fire in front of me. <laughs> it was like number one item on my Christmas list. When I was in eighth grade, I wanted the George Michael faith tape. Gotta have faith, faith, faith. Um, Jesus. And I, um, it was sold out. Like it was nowhere to be found. And I wanted it so bad. And my sister was like, I have it. And she, because remember he like had that song, like, I want your sex. (laughs) Sure. Subtle, by the way, George. Right. (laughs) Was Um, cock taken already? (laughs) (laughs) Um. And, um, so she was like, I wouldn't, I would not let you have it. I wouldn't let anyone have it. And she burnt it in front of me, like tossed it in the fire. That's a bad plastic smoke too. Oh God. Right. I know. (laughs) It was such a, like, I'm sure it was, well, I mean, if I was like 13, I mean, she was probably like 19 or 20, so she was like, you know, she probably was doing that to, um, just to be an asshole. <laughs> I don't know, but I always think about that. I remembered how Look, much. Look, she saw you were on a highway to hell. She put you on a highway to heaven. What's wrong with that? <laughs> I didn't. I just went further down. The other sister's the one that took me to Death Leopard. <laughs> I got both sides of it. <laughs> Um, the, okay, so I was, you know, I, I'm jokingly talking about how I'm an essential employee. Um, it's funny what has been decided, you know, like there's, people seem to be really missing, uh, their hair, hair people, hair cutting, (laughs) things of that nature. Um, but I was driving deep in the heart of Lacey, Mm -hmm. the stars at night, uh, and there was the coffee shops are kind of open, but like mm-hmm. just for drive through. Mm-hmm. But it was a bikini barista. Like 
Do you know what I mean? When people's like offices are shut down and you see like, like some <laughs> lady with no clothes on. Jeez. Uh, do you know what the bikini barista place was called? I don't know why this just hit me what? as the grossest thing ever. I, I don't want to know what. <clears throat> Pink sugar. friend too oh geez where's this headed <laughs> a couple of years ago and she didn't realize she was at a bikini barista she's like in line oh that's happened to me it's jarring all of a sudden she's like oh shit my the person who i'm ordering coffee from has no clothes on the hilarious thing is i i couldn't remember the name and so i googled I Googled it, and I'm like, that's what it was. It was Pink Sugar. There was a couple of Yelp reviews, mm-hmm. and both of them were like, pretty good, little pricey. I'm like, yeah, you saw boobs. That's going to cost you a buck or two. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Well, I mean, don't they have a bikini? Yeah, they can't be. Them? They can't be totally naked. It's so weird to me. <laughs> it's just, especially in a pandemic. Well, you know. <laughs> I mean, I'm not trying to shut them down, but I just... <laughs> no, well, I was reading, because um, the governor of our state made an announcement, like had a news conference today, so I wanted to see what it said, and so I googled him, and <clears throat> really said a whole lot of nothing, to be honest, but the top hit under his name was about how... He it was clear he'd gotten his hair cut and like people were freaking out, but then he finally like like released a statement that his wife cut his hair on their back porch and so it just When you cut my hair it looked like a back porch. (laughs) (laughs) The worst part about when you cut my hair, which was decades ago, was you fucked up Hello. This is a commercial word for Anchor Podcasts, the easiest way to host your podcast. Um, if you don't have a podcast, congratulations. You probably have an enjoyable life full of friends, family, and fun. Uh, but if you do have a podcast, um, I'm sorry. And you should use Anchor Podcasts. Uh, it's easy. It's free. Uh, they distribute everything for you. They give you sponsorship, which... Uh, Apparently, it's just talking about Anchor. I guess that's their sponsorship. But I don't want to brag, but I make, you know, maybe six bucks a month doing this. So, worth it? Of course it is. Uh, Go to anchor.fm or the Anchor app. We now return to another riveting episode of The Rutledges. My hair so bad. (laughs) And then you started crying. So, like, I couldn't even grieve what used to be my head. I had to be like, no, it's okay. That's how you have to do it. <laughs> I, I'm one of those people that feel really confident that I can do a lot of things. And sometimes I have no reason to, to feel confident. I look like Peppermint Patty. <laughs> I, I wish you looked that good. I just knew like, okay, I think his hair should be like this. And so I just started cutting. You didn't leave any in the back. Wedge it up. Like, yeah. 
Um, I just remember I sh- we shaved it. We shaved it. We left a little in the front, and then we shaved it. And then you know this is punk rock days. And then I remember the week after, people were like, "Cool fucking hair." I'm like, "Thank you." Yeah, yeah it was my idea. <laughs> I know it's oh. called improvising after oh. your. And I, as soon as I saw it, I mean, I just was like, "Oh my god!" And I felt so bad. I just started crying. And it then worked. Later, I'm like, "That is what you should always do when you think you can cut your boyfriend's hair and you can't." I thought sure would work in a professional setting if you were like paying for your haircut and they were just like, "Oh, I'm terrible at this! I'm so sorry." You'd be like, "Um." Hmm. So bad, but I've done it to my house, myself a number of times. I've cut my own hair. I've done lots of experiments <laughs> to my hair that did not go as planned. Um, I mean, I've done so many things that I was certain I could do. Once I watched a um, like a sixty minutes news segue, like or news story, like uh, when. I think it was like 2004 when some of those like chemical straightening like things were coming out. And this is like, so I have like curly hair that it actually used to be like frizzy, just like really frizzy. <laughs> and um, I've always wanted straight hair and I've done so many things. Like in high school, I used to iron my hair on the ironing board. Like I would like lay my <laughs> across the ironing board and iron it did it sizzle no oh no um i would put it on like low steam <laughs> so people little... think i straighten my hair all the time people ask me it's if like I straighten perfectly my hair. straight this feels good when you say it um anyway uh so i watched this news story because at the time like some of those like hair straightening like treatments i mean they were like five to eight a thousand dollars like 500 to a thousand dollars which I is thought you meant five dollars to a thousand like, no well, that's a big range <laughs> no no, no. 500 <laughs> which is way out of my price range and so um i watched this news story on 60 minutes and they're talking about all the different hair straightening techniques slow news week huh i don't know um <clears throat> and <clears throat> i um I see they're like, well, one of the best, like, cheapest hair straightening techniques is to use a relaxer, like, for, like, African hair, like, ethnic hair, like, use a relaxer. And I'm just You know, like, like yours. I could do that. <laughs> like, I went to the store the next day and bought a relaxer. And I come home and, like, after Johnny went to bed, I'm like... Okay, I'm going to do this. <clears throat> and I follow the directions exactly. And I'm not thinking to myself, I am not African. <laughs> I don't have ethnic hair. But you know what? You are American. I am very, very white. And so I'm like combing it through my no, that's, hair. That's not for Croatians. <laughs> That aisle's not for Croatians. Were like, don't leave it on for more than ten minutes. So if you figure like my hair compared to like ethnic hair, Mm -hmm. and like ten minutes was going to be too much for them, like 
I'm combing through and it's like melting off my head. Like, it's just like, fall, like I, as a child, I um tried to curl my Barbie doll's hair with a curling iron and it's just singeing off. And I don't remember this happening. You were not home. I did not do it when you were home. Who did you cry to? Um, I was, you were at BAM. No, oh, not all four. You were you were at a comedy show probably. Yeah. So I am like doing my hair. I have never gotten in the shower that quickly. Like I got in there like I still had clothes <laughs> on and I'm washing it off oh, of right. my head. And like it was just like a pile of mush, like burnt mush and like I mean just that like sick feeling of what the hell am I gonna do? Sure. There's only like, like four inches of hair left, and I. What did you just, do? Just cut it short. I was just like, how come I don't remember this? I called in the morning. I went to bed, and then in the morning I called my mom, and she, because she used to be a hairstylist like back in the '60s, but she like trimmed it all as much as she could and like got it into somewhat of a style and it was really straight and really short and and it was in such bad condition but then as it grew out the funny thing is is like it actually like grew in with like more defined curls and like I could actually like wear it curly and not have it just be like this pyramid of frizz on my head. Like, but oh god, it was that was one of the worst feelings I've ever sure. had. Like just like, oh my god. <laughs> so it's um, not just you that got a bad haircut. <laughs> uh, I was actually I was gonna. Well, okay. Speaking of hairs, uh. Apparently, I'm going to start doing all these Zoom comedy shows. Mm-hmm. Certainly not as many as I used to do live comedy shows, but I mean, there's a few like corporate events. Yeah. Uh, I haven't done them yet, but they're going to pay me money to, you know, I got to go, <laughs> go to a bedroom and, mm-hmm. you know. Do comedy. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I guess people can hear, I can hear them laugh, so it'll be... It's better than doing it to no one. Yeah, it's better than doing it to no one. But, so, obviously, I'm given zero names. But the booker of one of these <laughs> corporate comedy shows, she's like, well, you know, they're, if, uh, <laughs> it's kind of one of those, far be it for me to tell you what to do. But is there any way <laughs> that, you know, because it's a more professional thing, if you can, which is funny, first of all, because I'm going to be like two feet from dirty socks. It's not going to be that professional, you know, but, uh, if you could wear your hair in a ponytail, maybe, and I've been, I just said yes. And then I'm not going to, but then like I, the thought that you see a guy with long hair and you're like, what a dirt bag. And then you see a guy with a ponytail and you're like, well, who's the CEO? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, like no daughter of mine's gonna date that guy, and then he puts his hair in a ponytail. Never, wow. never mind. Never mind. Welcome to the family, son. I had no idea you had ponytail capability. I think it's the opposite. I see a guy in a ponytail. I'm a little judgy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I am. Yeah. Uh, I but it looks. I mean, 
there's so many. I have a lot of judgments about men and how they wear their long hair. So, uh, I mean, sometimes you have to wear. A po- I wear a ponytail. Oh, yeah, sometimes you do. Uh, yeah. But I just thought that was so funny to like. <laughs> I just the idea that in 2020, in the middle of a global pandemic, that people who are being entertained on a Zoom private comedy show I know. would be like, "What long hair? What the hell?" It's interesting what people. What standards people have. I mean, I guess... Look, you don't have my look and work at a bank. I get that. Mm-hmm. But it's not like I walk around feeling like I'm in Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> or even tons of anarchy. <laughs> uh, do you know what I mean? It's not like no, I walk around like... Weird. Pretty huh? rebellious, huh? Look at me. Not a lot of haircuts <laughs> over here. <laughs> and also, I don't even have... Like, no one... <laughs> No one thinks you're rebellious when you have shiny straight hair. No. <laughs> no one's like, whoa. Like, yeah, you, you take a lot of care of your hair. So I don't think anyone would think that. I don't. What do you mean by care? I wash it? Honey, you spend more time on podcast your is hair over. than um, most podcast women is over. I know. <laughs> I just comb it a lot. Yeah, but then, like, you have to make... Well, okay, first of all, there's very specific shampoos and conditioners that you will use. Um, and... Well, what's wrong with having a preference? I don't care. I'll use anything. Well, that's because you're just going to put it up anyway. I don't always put it up. I know you don't. Um, you won't use anything. There's things you don't like. But I'll, I'll use it. Like, you will go and buy new stuff. <laughs> well, I'm not going to feel judged about that. You have a thing you need, and then you go buy it. Typical you. No, like, if if I didn't like the shampoo or conditioner, I would just use it till it was gone. Well, I'm not a fucking animal. That's the difference. <laughs> and, like... I'm not living in a wolf den, for God's like, sakes. You won't go outside. What? Until... Go like if you need, all the time. If you need to go somewhere, you make sure you dry it, because it'll look bad. If it well, it depends outside. where I'm going. It actually depends. Like, I haven't dried my hair since the pandemic. I don't dry my hair. I haven't done it in a long time. But if I am going somewhere, and I, I just don't want to walk around with, like, a wet head looking like an asshole. Okay. Do you think that's I mean, unusual? Yeah. Why? I, I just don't think most men do that. You know why? And you then, know I don't see gender. And then. Except for yours. That's one of my favorite things about you. <laughs> Thank you. And then um, the amount of, there are hairbrushes all over the house. That's not all my fault. A lot of it is because I've paid attention. <laughs> you will grab a hairbrush from the bathroom, walk out of the bathroom, brushing your hair, talking to someone, and then just sit down. <laughs> and then you'll be walking through the house and like, oh, there's a hairbrush. And then you pick it up and just start brushing your hair. You don't ever walk past a hairbrush and just like walk past it. My great-grandmother was in the Great Depression, uh-huh. and she told me, never walk past a hairbrush. <laughs> you know how, like, gun owners are like, you can't just lock up your guns in a gun safe, because, like, what's the point of having a gun if someone breaks in your house and you don't have the gun? <laughs> That's how I feel about hairbrushes. <laughs> 
why put them in a drawer when you could have some strategic locations around the house? <laughs> if someone breaks into the house, you comb your hair, they're going to get distracted. Okay, here's the other problem. You comb other people's hair. You were always like coming up and combing my hair or the girl's hair. And like people who have curly hair, we all know, you don't comb it. Like you, if somebody comes at you with a hairbrush, you run like it's like a fire. It's just going to make your hair so big. And you're always like trying it's to comb it. It's been a long time since I combed your hair. Probably like. Three months. It's <laughs> a long time. It was a different world three months ago. <laughs> okay. The girls will joke around. They're like, Daddy's always just like reaching out and combing our hair. <laughs> I no longer find this amusing. Okay. I can tell you look mad. <laughs> well, it's just the like most men. I'm like, why are we doing that? Why are we doing the most men thing? I don't know. Because we were talking about your hair. All right. Fine. Um, I mean, I've said this before. I thought, um, I usually use, I mean, not exclusively, but Pantene's a popular. Yeah, but you really, you don't like the five-in-one that Costco sells. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't like it as well. I, don't I learned my lesson. <laughs> but like when you talk to hair people, like they, oh, yeah, if like... you tell them you use Pantene, they're like, What? Because apparently there's something that's like a thousand dollars an ounce they use on horse manes that you can like. I all of those hair shampoos that they use, they um they give me a rash. So they're like always like I mean at one time is fine, but like I've had like people like give me that as a gift or something, and I've used it like more than once, and I'm like oh my gosh, my head is all broken out in a rash. I mean, I, I say this, I've said this on stage before, back when I was on stage, but like I, before I had long hair, I thought Pantene was the good stuff. Like to me, it was like, well, I'm not using Suave 3 and one anymore. You know what I mean? Like I thought, I'm like, and I'm an adult, I'm an adult, I use Pantene. But apparently that's still not, that shit's expensive. Hair, like, it's like five dollars for a giant 32 ounce bottle. Suave is 88 cents a bottle. But it's like rubbing your head in gravel. I can't. <laughs> it's not going to do it. <laughs> no, I have a image to maintain. I'm a very successful Zoom comedian. I can't be. That's the other hilarious thing. Well, about... you're going to have to put your hair up in a ponytail, so it won't matter what you're washing it <laughs> That's with. That's another funny thing about this person telling me, like, you got to be professional, so put your hair in a ponytail. Or, And I'm like, have you not? I've been working for this person for a long I'm like. I have jokes about my hair. I have, like, what do you, it just was so weird to me. It was like someone in a time machine who's like, you know, before your job interview, you know what I mean? Right. Button up shirt, ponytail, you know, it's just very amusing to me that that's like, I was like, sure, I'll wear my hair in a ponytail, whatever, you know, whatever you want. I I have a very open schedule right now. I will do these <laughs> Zoom shows. <laughs> Um, I, I'll put an effect on the Zoom thing. It just mean a football helmet. They don't even have to. <laughs> they don't even have to see my hair. That will be super professional. <laughs> Gather round, team. Time for a comedy huddle. Um, I'm really glad that we're sharing with the podcast our annoying the dog 
like the neighbors. Well, we dog. left the door open because the stupid cats are like, oh, microphones are out. Let's go in and out 78 goddamn times. <laughs> I just laugh. We have this stupid dog behind us. that dog. The lady's like 120 years old. <laughs> if she's a day. <laughs> she's always yelling at the dog. It, like, has She's this... worse than the dog. I know. I want The dog like, will bark and then no, you'll heal her. I want animal <laughs> control to come for you. That's not right. the dog. She'll just be like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's literally what it sounds like. Oh, yeah. We can't hear what she's saying. Like, whoa, lady. Like, it's awful. It really is awful. Uh, I wanted to read one news story uh, before we wrap this up. Okay. Um, okay. Headline Man, is the internet slow? Uh, what is everyone on it or something? Hold on. I think I picked the wrong website. Okay. Headline. Check. As in Czechoslovakia. Check, please. Check nudists spark police anger for refusing to wear face masks during coronavirus pandemic. Uh, so these nudists, mm -hmm. they're like out sunbathing in nature, but they like got in trouble for not wearing face masks. But I just can't get the image out of my head <laughs> of a naked person in a face mask. <clears throat> it's such a bizarre, it's such a bizarre look. All I can. <laughs> Everybody's doing it. <laughs> well, I, legally you have to. But it's like, it's like this bizarre, like, <laughs> like, I remember, I don't know how the circumstances happened, but I was, I was nude. I would have said naked, but I'm reading about nudists right now. Okay. I was naked, as my dad would have said when I was growing up. And, but I still had a hat on. How old were you? Oh, I was an adult. <laughs> were you trying to turn me I on? don't deliver groceries. I'm doing a webcam thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you were naked. It's called I Can Leave My Hat On. <laughs> You were com. naked and you I was naked on. with a baseball cap on. And for some, I don't even know how, what circumstances led to that. <laughs> but I just walked past a mirror and was like, nope. <laughs> like it was just like, <laughs> I mean, I'm not that I love to see myself naked in a mirror anyway, but like just a baseball hat and no clothes. I was just like, that's what I can't get out of my head about these nudists at a beach. Like I'm not <laughs> anti-nudist, but I'm also like. It's not the first thing I would do after uh, the lockdown's <laughs> over. I'm Finally. <laughs> Wait, is the lockdown over for them? Uh, I don't know. Maybe they had to be six feet apart. I don't know. Oh, okay. I mean, if I saw a nudist, I'd definitely be more than six feet away from them. Why? I don't. It feels weird to like walk up to people's nudity. Oh, I see what you mean. I never mind. I thought like if you were naked. <laughs> you I mean, you were... don't want a nudist close talker. <laughs> like, hey, is it your first time? <laughs> Why would they be talking like that? Where's your mask? <laughs> I don't know why they'd be talking like that. I'm just saying. I mean, it seems very awkward. There's a lot of questions. I like to put my hands in my pockets. Like, it makes me feel more comfortable. But if I was like being a nudist, where would I put my hands? 
Um, I think it's just full time jazz hands. Just keep them moving. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'd end up like I'm under my naked. <laughs> jazz hands, jazz hands, jazz hands. They'd be under my armpits. I'd just like. <laughs> Then I'd be like, oh, I'm like Mary Catherine Gallagher now. Like, that's such a not nudist pose. That's like I know. a cover your boobs pose. I know, but then you would be able to see. I just, what would I do with my hands? I would, I would have such a hard time. I'm making me have a hard time just thinking about it. I don't know. I mean, I think if I went, I would wear a mask uh, over my genitals as well. <laughs> Uh, I don't. I don't know. It's not a good look. I mean, the, I got nothing against nudists, but I don't think I could. I don't think no, I could. No, I it. couldn't do it. When I was a very young man, uh, next to my parents' house, Grass Lake, um, I, I would go down there all the time and unsuccessfully fish. <laughs> and uh, but one time I went there. I was probably like junior high, and there was just like a naked lady there, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Hey, hope you don't mind. This is our nudist." beach first of all it's not a beach it's a lake it's like a <laughs> shitty lake that would dry out in the summer you could walk across it but mm-hmm. um in fact one time we had a blow-up raft me and my brother Sean, <laughs> and we were in the middle of the lake and it got a hole and we were kind of worried like oh no and then we were like literally <laughs> up to our thighs in water that's how full the lake was. It's like i think we're gonna live <laughs> no need to even swim uh <laughs> I was thinking, like, I gotta swim in like jeans and rubber boots. This is not gonna be easy. And then I'm like, no, Why no, were we you don't. Guys on a raft in the winter. It wasn't the winter. When was it? Why were the you summer. wearing? Why were you wearing <laughs> jeans and rubber boots in the summer then? And a face mask. <laughs> we had a safe family. I don't understand. Because we were in water, so you were, we were wearing rubber boots for the water. You can't. It's a lake with rocks. You can't just like walk around. It's not a beach. But then why were you on a raft? I'm sick of your question. I just am like trying to picture like were you on a raft like you were sunbathing on a raft in the summer or no, it was like a boat. It was an inflatable okay. boat. All right. You know what a boat race is? <laughs> I do. <laughs> uh anyway. God. So I mean that I don't know maybe that that tainted me, but because that's such a shock when you're like 13, where you're just like, what? Did you tell your parents? I don't think so. They might not let me go to the lake. And there was <laughs> fish and naked women down there. <laughs> did you ever catch fish? Um, no, but I did get chlamydia from that day. No, yeah, I caught fish. Oh, okay. <laughs> also, it wasn't. I don't know how old the woman was, probably younger than me, but at the time it was like a lady. Do you know what I mean? Oh, it wasn't right. like I know. It wasn't like some hot <laughs> person. It was just like, oh, there's a woman naked. Do you know what I mean? Right. Um, yeah. yeah, I caught fish. I caught bass. I caught uh, a bluegill. Okay. Um, huh. That's about it. Bass and bluegill. Perch. Perch. Some perch. Did you guys eat them? Um... I think that I, yeah, but it was, by the time, they weren't big. I mean, by the time I like guttered them, which is gross to do. Like a fish stick. <laughs> it was not a lot left. And then they taste like shit and they're full of bones. It was just like, this is not good. <laughs> Next time I go down, I'm going to leave the pole at home and just take my balls out. You know what I mean? That's what it's for. It's our nude beach. <laughs> Uh, 
but it's such my personality that she was like, I hope you don't mind. This is her nude beach. I was like, no, not at all. I, blah, 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 blah. You know, I'm like, <laughs> like. In your mind, you were just like, oh, my God. Well, think about think about that. Like, let's say the woman was 46. Let's say she was my age. If I, I can't go to Grass Lake with my penis flopping around, <laughs> no. a 13-year-old girl comes down with a you fishing pole. You would be arrested. And I'm like, hope you don't mind. This is my nude beach. Uh, she would be screaming. Of course. Yeah. It would be horrifying. Do you know what I mean? It's like, well, it's not private. Also, I'm sorry. I think about like 13-year-old Johnny. If some like 40-year-old woman was like naked, I'd be like, come on, lady. Yeah. Grow up. You are a fucking adult. You do not do that. It's literally 20 feet from the road. It's not like some secluded. So stupid. <laughs> anyway. She probably been drinking some booze farm. <laughs> probably. Uh, yeah, I can't. Okay. Let's wrap it up. All we right. had a good time. I think we covered all the topics of the day. Christian rock, screwdrivers, nudity. Jesus. Uh, if you would like to leave a review, you could do that. We're on, uh, I mean, you can probably leave a review in a lot of places. Apple Podcasts is the main one. I know not everyone listens on that. In fact, I know the number because I get stats. It's like 60% of people listen on formerly iTunes. You could leave us a review. Stitcher? Uh, yeah, that's a thing, too. You could leave a review on I Stitcher. I probably won't see it, but... Um, if you would like to uh, become a monthly supporter of this podcast, uh, in the pod become a Rutledge Reveler, if you would like to become, you're really sticking with that. I like it. Uh, you can go in the uh, 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 the podcast notes wherever you're listening. There's a link that says support this podcast, or go to RutledgeRadio.com. Click the support link, uh, and you for 99 cents a month, you could put a smile. <laughs> You could be a Rutledge reveler. You could revel. Or not. Just listen. That's fine, just too. revel in the Rutledge. Uh, we don't have any guests. You know what I mean? So it's kind of hard to get momentum. But, you know, tell a friend if you think they'd like it. Maybe we should have a guest. How? I'm not sure. We, um, we can barely. Look, when we first were going to do this, we were like, I mean, we're going to have so much time. Why would we not want to do a podcast? And now we're working it's around the, the clock fucking school you're running a school well here's the i mean our school was fine when it was the rutledge school for quarantine students but then the olympia school district got involved they decided to come up with some distance learning plan which i have to tell you I have some thoughts. It was like they said, how can we make this as complicated as possible? How can we find a way? Yeah, it's to, a mess. Like for Johnny, it's divided. He's in high school. He has six class periods. I would think, you know what? Let's like come up with a schedule. We want to have like one day a week where you post the lessons for the week and maybe two other opportunities for students to get in touch with you if they have questions. In my mind, I'm like, okay, why don't you just, okay, on Mondays, <clears throat> 
during, you know, this, like, from 8.30 to 9.30, your first period class will post everything. Mm -hmm. And then from 9.45 to 10.45, your second period. And 10.50 to 11.50, your third period. Then let's have a two-hour lunch. And then, you know, and so on. And kind of do the same thing a couple more times a week for people to contact you. No, it's like on Mondays from, you know, 9.30 to 10.30, you, you're science teacher. You have science. That's what you do. Then on Tuesdays, like it's, yeah. they divide it up by subject. And it's so confusing. None of it is like, I mean, none of it makes sense. They finally like sent out a spreadsheet with every teacher's name and when they will be available for like getting in touch with them and how is the best way to get in touch with them. And every single one is different and it's so confusing. It's also, I mean, most people are better at family planning than us, so they don't have an elementary school student, a middle school student, and a high school student. Right. But <laughs> um, I am not exaggerating because I get all the emails they get. It's 15 to 20 emails a day. Oh, yeah. From like, whatever, the Spanish teacher, the science teacher, the middle school, the PE. <laughs> not to be a dick, but almost with the PE, I'm like, can we just. The music teacher <laughs> said, make something around the house make an instrument using things around your house i'm like yeah she's made her, her voice that is what instrument yeah. she has created and she is loud like and i also think the teachers are like okay we're gonna do learning well they're they're gonna learn and so they're all doing it and it's just like i don't I it's mean, a lot it's a lot and you don't even have you're not working right now and so you're like kind well, of overseeing is, it, but I don't know how anyone else is doing it. I don't know. I'm I don't sure they're know not. What, I don't know what you would do because that has been my job this year is being a substitute paraeducator. So like I am totally trained for this. Like I'm like the dream person to oversee this because I don't have a job and I understand right. how all the and schools it's still not work. going. It's still and really hard. I am yeah. super overwhelmed. Well, and like... Like Maisie, she's in middle school, and there's makes a little more sense. It's like on Mondays you'll have, um, you know, there's three different learning blocks of time, and you'll have like one, two, three, first, second, and third period on Mondays, and then Tuesdays is is fourth, fifth, and sixth period. Wednesday is a day to like get in touch with teachers, and then Thursday is you know you repeat the schedule, right? So in Maisie's mind, it was like, that's how the class, it's just like when you're in class, mm -hmm. you learn everything you're supposed to learn during that one hour. And so what happened though, is the teachers did Zoom calls and just talked about like what they're going to teach and what they're going to be learning and then assigned everything. And so then... She has another Zoom call the next time the class meets. And she's like, I don't understand. Then they're also giving us work we're supposed to do. But when am I supposed to do it? Because the next time I meet, 
we're doing a zoom call so i can't do it during that time i'm like well i think you have to do it outside of the time yeah and she's like well no this is my designated time for that class i'm like no not really so then and then another like one of her teachers decided not to follow the schedule at all and made her own time which overlapped with another one of macy's classes so she couldn't go to that zoom meeting because she had a zoom meeting from a different class and so it's a lot and then the elementary which is so not designed for this at all and like i um they're giving you like a matrix of choices to choose from for activities so then olive and i are clicking through them and like half of them are links to nothing or the like they send you a link in the like what they meant to send you to it's not there anymore and like you look through the website it's not there or the website they sent you to realized oh schools are sending people here let's try and capitalize on this and so then they want money from you to look at mm -hmm. the content and so i'm just like this is insane like out of i think there were like like 12 options on this choice board to choose from and like after we like tried five of them that went nowhere i'm like this is ridiculous <laughs> so it's it's just insanity and i can't yeah, it's not going well but i mean you know in their defense no one planned for this so. no well i what i think honestly i just think they need to be like you know what this is a time for your kids are probably scared sit and process with them they're probably sad like they want to see their friends they want to go back to school they want to see their teachers they want some normalcy process that they're grieving the loss of that teach them life skills teach them you know how to do things like nurture them love them read to them that's all you need to do <laughs> it's yeah it yeah mean, i know but it's it's uh it'll probably it'll work itself out but it's been chaos first uh oh it's been nuts first, <laughs> it uh, has been <clears throat> all right uh i have got to go brush my hair i mean just talking about it, it's kidding me all upset. you um, probably have a hairbrush on the counter behind you i'm don't sure don't tease me um <laughs> I have some specific hairbrushes I like too. Uh, <laughs> um, do you have any plugs? Um, I might go on a walk. Oh, for real, dog? Yeah. Um, we might. We're toying with the idea of maybe doing a Zoom podcast. Yeah, I well, don't know what people would want to. I don't know either. Me also, oh, if if you want to contact us, if you know, if you follow us on social medias, <laughs> slide into the DMs. Uh, but also, you know, Gabriel at GabrielRutledge.com. Any questions, comments? We were toying with an idea. Why is it Gabriel at GabrielRutledge.com? Why shouldn't they get in touch with me? What's your email address? <laughs> I don't want to say. Well, oh, Gabriel at GabrielRutledge.com. It <laughs> it's ChristyRutledge74 at gmail.com because all the other Christy Rutledges were taken. I don't really understand the attitude right now. It makes me mad. I had to put my birth year in it. Now everyone knows how old I am. <laughs> Why didn't you put Christy Relish's old? I bet that wasn't taken. Probably was. 
Christy Rudd is, <laughs> is old 46 at gmail.com. <laughs> Uh, by the way, that made me laugh. Oh, I'm, this is long. It doesn't matter. It's free. Uh, the Amy Schumer changed her kid's name oh, today yeah. because her, her kid's name, she named the middle name was after Dave Attell, who was like her friend, I guess the comedian Dave Attell, who's hilarious. One of my favorites. So the kid's name was Jean Attell, whatever the kid's last name is. Yeah. And then she realized Gina Tell is genital. <laughs> I can't believe it took 11 months to figure out it. You named your kid genital. Um, but yeah, that made me laugh really hard to just be like, oh man, that is bad. So they changed the kid's name to Gene David. Well, when you told me you were like, Amy Schumer changed her kid's name, I'm like, oh no. Like, and then I'm like, oh, okay. Because I've heard sense. of celebrities like changing their child's name. Like, you look more like a Britney to me. <laughs> so, yeah, that was, uh, that was pretty funny. And um, I can identify because I have an odd middle name too. I'm like, I wish my parents would have changed my name. Do you really? It's not easy to go through life. Gabriel Giant Penis Rutledge. Uh, my middle name's Antelope. It's fine. Middle name, who cares? Doesn't matter. It's a first name Antelope. Yeah, that's a conversation I don't want to have every goddamn day. Middle name is fine. Uh, thanks for being here. We appreciate it. Stay safe, everybody. And remember, you can't unlisten.